0: Hello and welcome back to another episode and a new season of Relentlessly Authentic Radio. Same host, I am Nicolette Bernardis, and I am here to hold space for us to have curious and open conversations that encourage and empower humanity to come back into the forefront, that are empowered by soul and it's been a bit since I've been here with you. I have taken the last about six weeks off. I really needed some time to be very, very, very inward. I wrote a bit about this a couple of weeks ago where I realized I was doing really well at at doing all the ripping open and pouring out and processing and all this around growth and healing and and learning lessons. And it's been a bit of a, a pressure cooker um, as I entered into a new relationship, a romantic relationship a couple of months ago. And that's been a whole, a whole other thing, standing in the mirror of other once again and um, facing aspects of myself. So it's taken a lot of energy. And so... I've, I've been doing, but I've been doing it. I've been doing the work and I realized that I wasn't doing a very good job of pausing and integrating all the stuff that has been pouring through a fire hose, not just in the last two months, three months, but really over the past year, year and a half, two years, three years, maybe four, I don't know. Um, but the really, the, the integration portion of it, which is the allowing of, of, All the new stuff, so whether it be peeling back a layer and shedding that skin, dying off a version of self, and being a little bit more exposed, but truer, um, and just settling into what the world is like from that newer space, newer, truer space... Um, but also, as I learn new things, how do I implement them into my day-to-day life? That's that is a part of the integration process, but really more the the sitting and being with and noticing what's the same and what's different, and learning how to be in the integrity and authenticity of this new version of self, while also um, not falling back into old patterns, habits, triggers, reactions. So I I took a couple of weeks off to to really intentionally stop and integrate. I I feel like this time of year is a really beautiful time to to do that, to take inventory, to take stock, contrary to the propaganda of oh, new year, new me and Let's hit the ground running and goals and doing and yeah, like ah, <laughs> that's the best words I can come up with right now. Um, instead of falling into that pressure trap that I often fall into at the end of the year, as we are getting deeper and deeper into winter in the in the northern hemisphere, at least I and like innately feel like slowing down and going inward into that hibernation mode and it's always been a bit contradictory with the hype around the new year to try to jump out and like hit the ground running and that just doesn't feel good or true to me so this year i caught myself getting getting spun up in that sort of anxiety around like i'm not ready yet to proclaim all my goals for this next year and uh And I was like, you know what? Fuck that shit. I'm going to take some inventory. I'm going to take some time to integrate. A lot of stuff has been changing over the past couple of months within me, as well as a lot has happened externally in this world that we live in. And so I share all of that with you um, as a lead up to what I'm also going to be sharing today, which is a bit that I wrote during a journal prompt that I gave myself at the beginning of January, and it was prompted based on two two little nuggets, one coming from a podcast I listened to that I'll link in the show notes that was talking about this concept of giving an offering in order to be open to receiving um, that really struck a chord with me as well as I saw a woman on, um, on Instagram had given a writing prompt that I believe she learned from um, the, the author, Elizabeth Gilbert, about when you're feeling kind of spun up or stuck or triggered and, and having a tough time grounding yourself down into um, what is going on, <laughs> to ask a question of love, like capital L, love, and then allow yourself to write, journal, reflect out loud, whatever it works for you as the as love responding. And so there was um, a question that I had for myself that was around what offering do I want to give? And I asked love, capital L big love, which is sort of equivalent to universe, source, divine. What is the offering that I meant to give in this time? And then I allowed love to respond back to me, and I just journaled out. So I want to read that to you, even though there's some personal things about my my life right now that may not resonate. They might, but the overarching theme of it felt in service. And so I want to offer this to you to invite you into, A, doing the exercise if it feels true and inspired to you. If you feel like a little, ooh, yeah, that's interesting. I'm going to try that out. But if not, you can also just listen to the themes that are coming up for me and see how that may or may not relate to the, what's going on in your life right now. I have more often than not noticed that when I am going through either a certain, like I'm reflecting on a certain concept or I'm having a certain problem I'm trying to work through or I'm having a certain experience, it never ceases to amaze me how many others, whether it's a client, whether it's a friend, whether it is somebody I see on Instagram, the next day after I spent all this time thinking about this one concept that is processing the exact or very similar theme concept issue emotion. <laughs> and when I it, it 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 almost freaks me out sometimes, but it's really cool how the, it it's a reminder that yes, I am this ego, I am this being Nicolette, this meat suit that I'm wearing, but I am also this source of energy that is tapped into a larger source that is all connected and interwoven. And more now than ever, I feel like more of us are coming in these clumpings of themes. And so I share this to share a piece of me with you, share a piece of my humanity, and um, but also, I believe it, it, it can be in service, and I trust that whoever comes across this and feels inspired by this can um, take at least one little thing out of it. And so, yeah, that's what this episode is going to be about. It's an offering from love. And so, without further ado, I'm going to read you what my offering was called to be in this season, in this moment, from love. I hope you enjoy. Love, so capital L, love. What offering is in the highest good in this moment that I can give to open me to the act of receiving? This is what love answered. You, give yourself, dear one, Give yourself over to the mysteries, to the unseen, to the felt, whispers, nudges, and all you cannot yet feel or see or hear. Your gifts are not having all the answers based. Your gifts lie in your capacity to receive, to witness, to process, and then respond accordingly with the trust in the direction you are led. Give attention to the vessel that you receive with. This human experience is limited, but the body you have been given is here to support this mission you were brought here to serve. Offer a surrender of distraction, of judgments and limited lens through which you have boxed your creativity and shoved them away to avoid, to stay safe, to survive this cruel world that is lost and misguided. Surrender your shame for desiring not to do Offer your most present being. Offer to move more slowly, luxuriating in seconds, moments, experiences. Offer gratitude for the people and experiences that have been brought to your awareness right now, in this moment, in this season. Offer reverence for everything you have overcome, shed, let go of, and called forward on this undressing of soul you've been navigating. Offer awe for the madness and beauty of all the choices, steps, and perceived missteps that have led you to this moment, this you. What the fuck? How wild and amazing that you are exactly you in this moment, during this time, stepping in more and more every day toward exactly what your soul signed up for this go around. You are transformed in ways you cannot yet see, but I know you are starting to feel them and you are prepared for it. She won't take you anywhere you are not ready to go. There, of course, is more healing, clearing, sorting to do, but where you are right now is ripe, ready to be picked. It only, yes, only, requires allowance, opening to the vulnerable acts of intimacy you are leaning into. He is here for you, sweet soul. He is here for you. Let him be here. Let him love you. Your offering is allowance in order to receive the truth and intention and soul-aligned purpose of his love, his being. You are still resisting the stability of him, his steadfast belief in knowing it's okay. It's unfamiliar to you. For all you have known is resistance, fighting, uncertainty, wounded and repressed. Allow him to just be here. It's all he wants and needs from you. Offer your full self forward, soft front, open heart. It's the way. And all the questions you have about pleasure, intimacy, relationship will become clear on the other side of that doorway. But you must step through. Go inside of the house. I know it feels hard to breathe, like something is missing or not being said but all will be revealed soon. You must offer you. Step in. Cross the threshold. Leave the comfort of your current container. Come in from the cold. All will be revealed to you. With gratitude. Love. Hmm. I'm just sitting here smiling after reading that because hmm, I mean it's super relevant to me. Obviously it came out of me or flew, flowed through me somehow. But it it feels bigger than just my experience right now in this world that we are existing in that is at the beginning of a new cycle as we start sorting through all the upheaval and dismantling that has just sort of scratched the surface in the last year. I know it feels like the whole world has been burned down, but this was sort of the necessary preparation to get us moving in the direction of this new world. Um, A world as I envision it, that I want to live in, where we are actually here for humanity as a whole, where everything isn't about how much money you have or how much influence you have or how much perceived power, external power that you have, but more so about going inward and taking care of our own homes first, so our own inner landscape doing our own healing work, and finding that power that resides within each and every one of us to then live in alignment with who we are supposed to be. And part of that includes taking care of those who maybe can't take care of themselves right now, creating safe spaces for those who don't feel safe, whether that's a perception in their mind or in their actual physical reality and there's so much more to that but so much of it begins with an allowance of the vulnerability and shit i <laughs> i have been getting gallons of my own medicine recently when it comes to vulnerability as much as i talk about how valuable it is, and how how deep I already dug into that space. I have been invited deeper into that. And so the aspect of my offering around the hymn, that, that directly relates to me currently in relationship at the moment with a man. But if you were to go back and read this, and I'll post this on my blog as well, the him is with a capital H. And so if, if relationship, intimate partnership with a man is not some place that you are going into or sitting in right now that you're resisting or you struggle with the vulnerability around, I'll invite you to consider him as the masculine energy as a whole that both resides within you as well as every single one of us as the container, as consciousness. And when this flowed through me, I was just letting whatever words came out to come out. And I read it back. I realized that it had a twofold message for me as well because for me, one of the biggest realizations I've had in the last year um, is how much I distrust and how angry I am at the masculine. And that includes men. And I didn't want to admit that or acknowledge that because in a lot of ways, it felt a little dangerous to start speaking about that. In other ways, there's this resistance that I felt because it it felt blaming, but... I've realized that a big part of soul reclamation and finding safe space within requires a reflection and a digging into how we perceive and like what the deeply rooted stories, beliefs, fears, angers, resentments, we hold towards these different aspects both within as well as how that's reflected out into the world. And for those of you who who believe in the concept of our souls having multiple <laughs> iterations of experiences in different forms, so the idea of past lives, and even if you only maybe just buy into ancestry, right, that we have an ancestral line and we carry unhealed traumas and pain and resentments and emotions from our ancestors i've started to tap into and recognize that there is a lot of old old ancient anger fear distrust resentment towards the masculine and that's mostly related to how men have been in the world for the greater part of our history. (laughs) And, And this is not, you know, it's one of those things, it's a weird tension that I've had to learn to sit with before I could even start to talk about it. Because this is one of those things that we have to be able to acknowledge how fucked up So much of the stuff that that we exist within in this world now, today, and now 2021, is a result of the power over dominator consciousness that was acted out in large part, or at least um, started the ball rolling, by men in rejection of feminine energy both within and without and using the masculine in a way that was controlling and very fear-based so not the highest divine expression of the masculine energy as consciousness itself and in that making this idea of superiority or strength versus weakness and repressing these aspects of the feminine which really is our true power the feminine energy that exists within each and every one of us is life force itself the masculine is the container that gives it form they need one another but we have actively as a collective rejected the feminine pinned it into a corner shamed it repressed it on so many different levels for thousands of years and it's now starting to rise and this has come in different layers and different forms over the last couple of decades but it feels really potent right now that it's it's pushing its way to the surface (laughs) and that's beautiful and it's also really challenging because it is pressing up against the current level of consciousness which is Pretty, pretty much still in the basement, this fear, survival, scarcity mindset, this trying to control all these external forces to avoid chaos, which is avoidance of the feminine. And it's left each and every one of us wounded, men, women, or those who don't identify as either hurt. It's left us Incomplete. And so I believe that the way that we heal this world, this very wounded world, with where we are now being called to start to face the generations of passed down trauma that has led us to, like I said, this moment we're in now, where everywhere you look around, we're being shown we're being invited to see how how wounded these systems these structures us as individuals really truly are and in order for that healing to take place we have to reclaim the feminine we have to give her capital h her a seat at the table and recognize that the true power of nature of life itself is the feminine it's not the masculine as we've been told as we've been led to believe the masculine again is consciousness it is the container it is what gives this this potent life force form all vital pieces both both and right we need both but we have to give the feminine space and the feminine rising the feminine taking and reclaiming its aspects in everything and all things is what allows us to then heal the wounded masculine and the masculine can be brought back to what its true nature is which is the awareness the witnessing the holding space not controlling not constricting so, but we need to reclaim the feminine. We have to give her, again, capital H, her space to move and push up against the edges to inspire the masculine's consciousness to expand and be able to hold space for more and more and more and more and more. And, more. and that's where the real magic takes place when we find these spaces where there can be a safe container where the potency of the feminine can flow and bounce and weave and bob and do all the things. And consciousness just says, I see you. I honor you. I hold you safe here. So bringing that back to kind of my twofold take on my expression with the hymn. Yes, I, I am talking about a specific man in my life. A very special man in my life who came into my life recently and <laughs> was what I asked for and has just flipped me all sorts of directions. Realizing how um, how skilled I had become at not tapping into a deeper level of vulnerability because the people I was allowing into my life, the men specifically were leaving me all, never settled enough to really face my own shit. And so I'm facing my shit now. And I don't like it, but I know it's good. So I'm sticking with it, but it's it's not without resistance, pouting, lots of tears, and a lot of felt shit around specifically my heart solar plexus that's like shielding and trying to protect me. Protect, I say in air quotes. Um, But again, the hymn is also me reclaiming a sense of, or maybe learning for the first time, a sense of trust, a sense of safety in the presence of the masculine, a sense of rewriting the narrative. Because the narrative that I have is that the masculine (laughs) is a coward. And it's weak, and it has a fragile ego that I have to tiptoe around and walk on eggshells so that I'm not hurt. And deep, 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 like in my soul, like in my karmic ancient memories, in my ancestral lines, and there's shit that I know about in my ancestral lines that definitely reinforces this, like really screwed up shit about men perpetrating things against women um that that old that ancient version of me my soul that's been here before like i have to be able to rewrite that i have to face that and speak it out loud and be honest about it in order to give it a chance to be healed and i don't like it but i feel called to do it and so here i am and i'm doing this also because i know that i'm not the only one that carries this stuff and it's time it's time for us to start getting honest about these narratives that we carry with us either from our lived experiences in our current lives either from or from our parents that we absorbed from their narratives from their life experience the the ways in which all of us carry this misogyny, um, this sort of (laughs) anti-woman within us on some level because in order for the world to get to where it is right now, we all have to play a role. And survival, when we're not conscious is the first and foremost priority. And so we find ways to get in where we fit in. And this, again, there's so many layers to this in our current society. This is part of my issue, honestly, with the world. As I peel back the layers of where all this stuff stemmed from and how many people are left behind in it and how it has put us in this culture of hustle and stress and total rejection of our inherent nature like resting during winter time and needing to jump right into producing and making more money and selling and everything is trading and it's not valuable if you can't sell it and you know it's just not it's not human and so as I have been peeling back all these layers and how this applies to so many different pockets of humanity, the different people this affects the most, um, I realize I don't want to be a fucking part of this world as it is. And that's challenging because I have to figure out a way to do that. And, And that is part of what this time is for me, is redefining, envisioning the world I want to live in and how I can create pockets where I can be in my integrity, or I can feel as though I am building relationships and not just exchanging and not just enacting transactions. Because there's an emptiness to that for me and I know for a lot of you. Um, but it's hard. It's hard to figure out how I want to perform or not perform, seeing the word that's like ingrained in my brain, how I want to show up in this world, how I want to contribute to it, because I don't want to contribute to strengthening the status quo, because I think the status quo is bullshit. So this comes back to, so like this capitalistic structure that we exist underneath is, again, structure is, is masculine, but it is limiting and it keeps people out and it, Rejects it, rejects the feminine, the inherent, the true nature. It dehumanizes many, it rejects actual physical nature, like the trees and the oceans and the rivers, as a viable part of this ecosystem that we need to survive. And so, this kind of turning inward and reflecting on where all this resentment. And resistance to trusting, for me personally, this resistance to relinquishing to consciousness, um, to man in my personal relationship interactions. Um, And the inner resentment I carry towards myself for the ways in which I have upheld some of these structures and these, um, you know, these ways of being that are just out of alignment with humanity thriving and us all having access to being whole beings if we so choose to do the work to reclaim that. And so this offering, I just went way down on a tangent, which is true Nicolette, which I'm a little happy about because I've had a really hard time putting like full sentences together the past few months. So this is like a victory that I went off on a whole ass tangent. Um, But bringing it back to this offering during this winter season as an act to open to the act of receiving, I really want to invite you to maybe do this exercise for yourself. And you can do it like I did, asking love, which is just a way that I tap into an inner part of self. Um, Or just ask yourself. um, But think about what, what you want to offer to this season. This, I think of winter as sort of a liminal space. It's sort of under construction. And... We have an opportunity, if we so choose to flow in, you know, in alignment, in rhythm with Mother Nature, to really take inventory, get really clear on how it is we want to show up, how it is we want to move within the, the both economy and ecosystems that we're a part of, what feels like a yes always bringing it back to soul like what feels like a deep inner yes and and see what comes up so that you can then receive whatever messages whatever experiences whatever pivots maybe you need to take from the path that you're currently on to get you more in alignment with a truer you And so the final thing that I'll share where I'm sitting right now, and I wrote a whole post about this that I was going to record, and I might still do that. Um, But sort of where I'm sitting now, I am really getting the call to first take care of my, my physical body. So one thing is like taking time to stretch and move for like an hour every day. Another is to really get a meditation practice going because it's one thing that I've always struggled with because um, I've been avoiding myself, frankly. <laughs> like, that's the, the, the end-all, be-all of it, really. The culmination of it is that I've been avoiding myself and as I peel back these layers, I kind of go into this these distraction modes and they're very deeply rooted. And so I have to start the act and practice of to really create that safe space that inner um vesta the inner heart hearth space sacred temple space within myself that still point, so I can get really clear and listen to where it is my energy wants to flow where there might be some areas I need to um reinforce um And just so I can really cultivate the trust, but I need to create the sanctuary and the structure of that has to do with my masculine. (laughs) And so um, really spending just intentional time, even if it's me getting super distracted for 30 minutes, but setting aside the time to do it, to do the damn thing. (laughs) Um, It also includes opening my, allowing my imagination to open up, which is something that has been very, very locked down for for most of my life. And so this week, what it is, is I bought this big ass box of markers and I've been coloring random crap. I just love colors. I love weaving and layering them. And then I write my journaling on top of it and that brings me a lot of freaking joy. And so I've been spending a lot of time doing that. Um, because I know I'm getting these calls that my imagination, opening that up and allowing my creativity to flow, that's a part of my feminine essence that will allow me to be more embodied in myself, which that means that I can, again, get really clear on the messages that are coming in for me to take action on in a moment, in a moment, in the moment. Because otherwise there's too much noise for me. And then I just shut down and I go in distraction and numbing. And this is this is big work for me. And so, you know, I was realizing for the past, you know, eight to ten months, but even really the past four years, <laughs> I have enabled these certain patterns of self-sabotage, really, where I shut down and I distract or I get anxiety to keep me from going into these deeper aspects of myself, from unlocking these things. And it's just time now. But what the interesting sort of shift that happens, like a scale with weight being put on one side and it lowering it, the deeper I go into myself, the more I open and get rid of these barriers and these... um, There's a shield specifically, like I've been feeling energetically around my solar plexus and my heart. The more I peel these things back or I dissolve them or I just like take those motherfuckers off, um, the more intensely I start to feel the world, which is probably where I put them on in the first place because I didn't know how to deal with all that stimulation. And so the result of that, and I share this because some of you may have experienced this without realizing this is what was happening, is the more I open, the more the more I become a sponge for everything energetically around me so people sort of the vibe in the air it's it's sort of wild and like the mind can't really comprehend it but it's a thing and so I'm having to learn how to set really loving boundaries so that I'm a not leaking energy but also so I'm not absorbing energy inadvertently And there's this like transitionary period where I'm having a really hard time being around people, um, wanting to engage, like even the people I love the most, my best friends, my family. um, I don't want to talk to anybody (laughs) most days. And I'm, I'm being okay with that, you know, learning to be okay and realizing I have to honor that. I have to honor me. I have to honor where my energy is saying like, hey, it's all right to be a hermit right now. It's a time to be a hermit right now because you got to take care of you. You got to strengthen the vessel so that you can then go out and serve in a way that you really desire to and not lose all your steam and not be taken down by it. And I was realizing that was happening. I've been hiding out most of 2020 and I haven't even realized until recently like how much it's all affected me but now I'm specifically saying, I am resting. I am moving at this pace. I am doing these things for me, but that's just where, where I am being called so that I can open, so that I can receive the messages and the people and the experiences that will allow me to then take that and in reflection, share it with, the world, which is part of what I'm here to do. So long tangent to say, this time for me is, is that internal. It is a integration period. I mentioned that recently. And okay, I know I said last note, but this is last note. I had posted something about integration and how I wasn't allowing myself to integrate, which is very true. That's what I was realizing. I was doing all the shadow work, all this deep purging. And then I wasn't giving myself the pause and the presence to integrate what had changed before trying to jump into something else or distracting out of it. So it was sort of incomplete processes. And there was a woman who commented on one of my posts, which I love that she brought up this concept of, um, she was like, yeah, I hear you, these are, I'm using my own words, but essentially she's like, yeah, I hear that, but the word I use instead of integration is implementation. And I love that she brought that up because what it brought up in me in in response was implementation is a very um, productivity doing word for me. Whereas I see integration as more of a being. And yes, they could be used interchangeably they're technically pretty similar, um, but they have a different tempo, a different energy to them. And this is something that I, from my former corporate life, <laughs> from just living in this capitalistic society that's all about productivity and and getting shit done, um, I can see Why we would say, oh, yeah, my integration is implementation, but it's not. And I'm really going to invite you during especially these next couple of months as if it feels true to you. As we sit in in the space of winter to really allow things to integrate 2020 was a lot and 2021 astrologically archetypally symbolically is not going to be the same but it's still going to have an intensity to it because again we're just starting this cycle and we're not through the birth canal yet we're not out the other side yet and that's okay it's just not the most comfortable of energies to sit in but as we have the 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 opportunity potentially to reflect upon all that has shifted both big massive as well as very subtle in our day-to-day lives in our perception of the world that we exist in in our relationships in our desires and who we are in this iteration of self that might be a totally different person than this time last year and Can we grieve what has been lost? Can we find acceptance for what currently is? Can we then allow what is new to change us? To settle into our systems, to allow our nervous systems to kind of get acclimated to these these newer sensations to more awareness for a lot of us i think it's just more awareness more consciousness has been pouring in because stuff has been brought to the surface and a big ass spotlight's been shined on it with an exclamation point or two and so it takes time for us to integrate all this new stuff especially when it comes pouring through a fire hose like it has been can you give yourself a pause to just be with that awareness and understanding that it takes time for us to to rewire ourselves, for that to settle in and become the new normal for us. Can we do that? And that is integration, and that is something that we have to create stillness for. We have to be willing to sit with All of the other feelings that come along with integration, which again include grief. It can include joy. It can include, you know, I don't know, furious rage. (laughs) And everything else on the spectrum. Um, But can we just let it be? And so this is a time of being for me. It's a time for me to learn how to truly be within my current environment. I was able to do it two years ago when I, or almost three years ago now, when I ran away to Europe for a couple of months because I left my day-to-day. But now it's like the next level for me. It's like, all right, can I be amidst my family dynamics? Can I be amidst a new relationship that is everything that I ask for and also so fucking uncomfortable I want to jump out of my skin some days and just be with that. An acceptance of that, in, you know, maybe not so much resistance of that. That's that's the call for this time for me. And feel free to take that for yourself because I think a little bit more being could serve most of us. Um, but also just ask again what what offering feels true for you in this season that will open you more to the act of receiving. As always, thank you from the bottom of my heart for being here in this space, for allowing me into yours. I hope this message found you and met you exactly where it needed to in this moment. If you know of anybody who could benefit from these words, from this offering, please feel free to share. If you have questions or comments for me, um, you can reach me mostly on Instagram, at Relentlessly Authentic. All of my information is in the show notes. And finally, if you love this message, please leave a review. I would love to see and read your words and feedback. And I'll leave you with just the invitation, as always, to be kind and curious and non-judgmental towards yourself and the world around you as much as is humanly possible during this wild wild time just watch be the witness and see what comes up allow the integration to take place for all that is unfolded and until next time sending you so much love